You're tuned into Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. Hey, I'm back. A couple of weeks in a row and no voice. Hope you liked those uh, sound collages from the last few weeks. They were a lot of work to put together, but uh, I think they turned out pretty well. You picked a good one to tune into this week, folks. It's another special edition, but special in a different way. You just heard the Chinese band High Person there with a track called Crashing Into Daylight from their 2020 album Bill Dung's Roman. And uh, I've been loving this album. And as I mentioned on the show quite a while ago now, several months ago, I, I, I changed cities in China, and I'm down in the south now in Shenzhen. And uh, as much as I love Dalian, where I was in Dalian and Dalian itself wasn't always the best for culture. Uh, whereas down here in Shenzhen, there's a whole bunch of shows happening all the time, and actually I keep missing them. So uh, I'm going to try to keep on top of that. But I mentioned that I had a goal this week, uh, this year, which was to get out and see a lot more Chinese bands and try to meet them and try to interview them for the show. 
and uh, High Person came through Shenzhen, so I missed them in Shenzhen here because the day that they came through Shenzhen was the day that I first discovered them. And uh, after listening to the album a few times, I was like, well, I'm going to have to give myself a treat. I haven't traveled in a while, so uh, I decided to go and check them out in Chengdu. They were gracious enough to give me an hour of their time in the afternoon before the show, which was probably not the easiest time for them. They were trying to get ready and do sound checks and all that. Um, But I sat down with them and spent an hour talking to them, and you're going to hear the result today. Turned out, uh, I think, pretty well. They're really, really down-to-earth really friendly, really intelligent people. It was really a pleasure to talk to all of them. Uh, and I could have talked to them for another hour easily. <laughs> but uh, I tried to be respectful of their time and, and, and cut it short. But uh, I think we can get two shows out of this. So today's show, uh, we're going to be hearing a little bit of a mixture. We're going to hear some of them talking. We're going to hear some of their music from their three albums and one EP that they've put out so far. And I'll come in sometimes to sort of tell you what the tracks were that you were listening to. So without any further ado, here's my interview with a young and upcoming band, High Person, from Chengdu, China. This is Cheap Tuesday's 101.5 UMFM. Okay, um, so first I just want to say thanks for taking the time to, to sit down with me and talk. I'm excited. Um, I'm sure you guys are very busy, so... Uh, you know, don't be shy about like just telling me to stop talking because I'll talk forever if you let me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, first of all, congratulations on the on the album. Um, I listened to it and I think it's fantastic, and uh, you guys must feel very proud about that. And we're going to talk about the album later, but I just thought for the listeners, maybe they would want to hear some backstory from you first, um, your history and stuff. So I, I read up a couple of things, and one thing that I read that I really would like to hear more about is how you guys met and where you met. It was it some kind of was it an artist colony or an artist university, someplace outside of Chengdu or something like that? Is that right? Yeah. Who, we, who can tell me the most about that? At the beginning, uh, me and Zetong we were classmates in the uh, university, uh-huh. uh, Sichuan Musician Arts University. Okay. I guess the English name is that, and uh, Bo Chang as well. And Mingming as well, but he, she, she was uh, do, did her high school life in that university because oh. that university has a high high school era as well. Uh-huh. And Sujang is from we're basically from the same school, uh-huh. uh, but Sujang was learning uh, painting, fine art, oh. painting. Yeah, that that's where we met. And, yeah. and, and it's it's like a it's like its own little area, like a sort of communal living sort of area, or is it more like a standard university? Because the article that I read made it seem a little bit more like sort of hippie-ish and, and hippie. Yeah, the, the the college is kind of just standard college, but the place is kind of hippie-ish because it's it's kind of a north to uh, Chengdu city. It's another district, and. Uh, when the time we were in the college, it was not that developed. So y- you will see like skyscrapers among fields, uh, farm fields. So so the place was um, all mixed up. And uh, w- just outside the college, there's a small um, um, small blocks uh, of small buildings uh, built by the local people and they open shops, restaurants uh, for stu- students to come and uh, 
So the place is quite hippie-ish, mm -hmm. and also uh, different kinds of students. We've, we've also got uh, like pop, singing, and dancing uh, discipline in a, in a college. And we've got this, like, like me, painting, sculpture, and, and they, um, they were doing electric uh, instruments. So it's quite mixed up. So after, so you guys met in the university then? And then did you sort of like immediately form a band? What was the process of sort of getting together and, and, and actually forming uh, the band? High person. Uh, yes, so it started with Jilan and I, and we were introduced uh, because of our friends. Our friends introduced us, and then we met uh, Chen Sejiang, and then we said, let's, let's try it together. We had this foundation to try to start a band and to try to make some songs slowly. And then we met Wang Baicheng, and he was learning drums and uh, marimba. So he joined us, and then um, Min Min joined us um, because we had a bass player before that left, and we called Min Min in to play the bass. And that's, uh, that's basically how it happened.
You are back on Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM. You just heard the Chinese band High Person or Haipeng Sen, and that was from their album No Need for Another History. Well, Buyao Bie de Leisure. And the track you heard there was called The Last Days Hotel, and I don't know if I can say that one in Chinese, unfortunately. But uh, I've only listened to this album once, but that track definitely stood out. So uh, without any further ado, let's get back to the interview done late October in Chengdu with the band themselves. This is Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. Enjoy. What was the early days like of the band? Um, what, what kind of, I guess I'm curious about what I've noticed in China is, since I first came here is that it seems like it's developed a lot more in regards to sort of a network, like a touring network across the country. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of reminds me of uh, what happened in like the, especially in the 80s in America, mm-hmm. the 80s and the early 90s, where bands would get to know other bands from other cities and be like, well, if you're going to come and play in our city, you can just sleep at our house and we'll book the venue for you and stuff like that. So, so did you have sort of a similar experience in the early days in China? Could you talk about that a little bit? Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think we actually have that like totally same experience as the America, like not like you said, mm. uh, but we we do have uh, some similar experience, like which is for me is very uh, how to say very like um, like Chinese, mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so we it reminds me of our our first tour. That's because uh, the hotels are pretty cheap, mm. and the local food, the local trans- transport was very cheap on that time, mm. and uh, uh, so we don't we don't actually worried about the the, the cost. So um, we don't need to like live in a friend's house or something like that. Um, but the venue was very um, very wild mm. on that time. Um, they don't usually have um, have the, the like official equipment and right. professional uh, lights or PA systems. Mm. Yeah, there, there there are a bunch of um, venues like that. Pretty um, pretty at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. But now um, many of them are how to say that vanished. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they're gone. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, how um, who still survive is the where they um, who's got yeah got got some um, commercial background mm-hmm. who got the finan- financial support from the mm-hmm. big company or mm-hmm. the the local local business right. something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. The ones who like took it seriously and invested money in making a good venue. Yeah. Are the ones that survived. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's a, a little bit. Uh, it's pretty sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But before before that, there are many uh, small venue in every city. I think. I guess. Which yeah. sounds a bit. Even though even though it must have been a little frustrating on one hand to have venues that were not so professional and didn't have such good equipment. It might have. It sounds like it might have been a bit more exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. You you always like as a, as a new band, you, you always want to engage with the 
the most local sure. uh, scene of the of that city, and you don't want to go to a very like clean and white white sure. yeah white wall sure. and yeah yeah. Some of my favorite bars uh, and clubs growing up were the dirty, grungy places. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, so I guess like for 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 the new bands now, for for now the new bands maybe don't have that mm. experience then as we as we mm. met. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just as as she said, there are a lot of um, small venues, mm. underground venues disappeared. Um, in in the meantime, I feel like really feel like um, there's conflicts between like the professional and the underground. Mm -hmm. Because as musicians, if you want to really do it as a full job, like uh, just being a musician, not taking another job, <coughs> it kind kind of leads you to a more professional way that includes pro professional venues. Mm -hmm. But um, when bands who just started, like, like us, when we just start, we 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 can't really um, do do gigs in professional venues in every city. That's mm. impossible. Mm. And f I think for bands now, this the situation is the same. So it's very important for, for these small venues, like th uh, 13 Lounge, which I recommended to you, like they really get their roots in, in their city, in, the, in their local people. Mm -hmm. So bands are starting, they could focus on local mm -hmm. first, mm -hmm. and then think about touring in, 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 in larger area, so I, I guess that's that might be um, the way now we should really mm -hmm. approach.
another track from High Person's debut album, No Need for Another History, from 2015. That one was called Reaping. And uh, some great bass playing on that one. They're a, the live show, by the way, kicked ass. They are all good musicians, talented musicians, talented performers. It was a pretty packed show for uh, for COVID times anyway. I don't think that they were allowed to sell a full uh, slate of tickets, but there were still quite a few people there. Um, so if you ever get a chance, if they're ever coming through your town somehow, uh, high person, check them out. So continuing with the interview, this is Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm Dan, more high person. Right now, how successful have you become? Are you are you at a stage where you don't have jobs other than being musicians? So um, after this tour, uh, we we can uh, we can just be professional musicians. Okay. So, um, um, but we, we still, every, every one of us has other like art project, uh-huh. producing work okay. as 3D designer and artist, uh-huh. as a drummer, uh, a dr- drum teacher, uh-huh. uh, as Poster. a host, uh, uh-huh. organizer, uh-huh. Uh, and a host for a, for a, a video channel. Vi- video video channel. Program. Yeah, that means Overlook is also on YouTube oh. and it's uh, like uh, both uh, Chinese and an English subtitle. And uh, that uh, video channel is like um, influenced by KEXP. So I'm thinking about why in China there is no like video channel. It's like a KEXP yes. and it's to make people, uh, make more people to know the back uh, story of the bands. And maybe the bands is they are not super famous, but they still have the chance to exp- uh, experience uh, their their self. Nice. So uh, that is my... We don't want to give up these things. Sure. Yeah, so, not, yeah. yeah, so we, we would say we will do the band as, um, as much as we can, mm-hmm. and we are going to continue these other um, projects and works and jobs. Mm. So I guess, I guess what I could ask then is, at what point did you start to tour to other cities and then play to places where they were packed, where it was clear that people knew who you were and, and were buying out the tickets of the venue and stuff like that? I mean, is it, is it normal for you to sell out places? Because, I mean, I know this, this time is a little bit unusual because I know when you were in Shenzhen, they're, only, they're limiting the tickets to half capacity. So, I mean, it sold out for that reason maybe. But are you often selling out places now when you go? Mm. Yeah, um, for for this tour, we 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 set out the uh, like most of the cities, the the tickets, mm-hmm. and uh, mm, it's not it's not normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like before we we tour. Okay. Yeah, because um, as you as you you may you may see the we. Like th- this album, we we did a lot of things mm. for for ourselves. Yeah. Um, we arrange um, the the promotion, the uh, many materials, mm. e- uh, except the 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 audio. We we do the music video and um, photos mm. and some some something. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. And the videos, you guys did all of that yourself as well. Mm, yeah, we yeah. Um, f- first one I I shot I I shot it 
uh, with Sejang um, and uh, the six, the spring breeze, yeah. And the second one we did um, with a team from a friend. Mm. So, yeah. And there are small video studio who really love indie music, especially the local Chengdu music scene. So we collaborated. Actually, the uh, High Person Evening one, the documentary, the, the that, video? yeah, that's shot by them. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, so they've, they've been very good at what they do uh, of shooting and other like small video clips, other things, we, we all did them by, by ourselves. Because we believe that uh, our, how to say that, labor could be, could not be waste if we did it very, I'd say, try, try our best. Mm -hmm. If we try our best to do this, yeah, they, they won't be wasted. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so um, it's not normal, but um, we know that this tour will be different mm -hmm. as before. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> ce que tu voulais dire et je ne peux pas comprendre ce que tu ressens. Maintenant, peut-être que tu observes un brouillard mince en plaisantant. Ne tourne pas en rond. J'ai oublié de comprendre ce que tu voulais dire et je ne peux pas comprendre ce que tu ressens. Maintenant, peut-être que tu observes un brouillard mince en plaisantant. Ne tourne pas en rond. J'ai oublié de comprendre ce que tu voulais dire et je ne peux pas comprendre ce que tu ressens. Maintenant, Peut-être que tu observes un brouillard mince en plaisantant Ne tourne pas en rond Ne tourne pas en rond Thank <laughs> you. 
essayé de comprendre ce que tu voulais dire Et je ne peux pas comprendre ce que tu ressens Maintenant, peut-être que tu observes un brouillard mince en plaisantant Ne tourne pas en rond J'ai oublié de comprendre ce que tu voulais dire Et je ne peux pas comprendre ce que tu ressens Maintenant, peut-être que tu observes un brouillard mince en plaisantant Ne tourne pas en rond
That was the band out of Chengdu, China, Hai Peng Sen, translated into English as High Person, from their album Ta Tong Guangchang Hui Lai, which is uh, He Came Back from the Square. So we heard two songs there. Ta Xiang Wu de Lao Shi Yang, something something, which I think is something like He Looks Like My Teacher. He does something in the same way that my teacher does something. I can't, can't read those last two characters. And then uh, Leisure, which is uh, History. So uh, good stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about in the next segment that album. I think you notice that that is a little bit of a different sound. They're going to talk about that in the next segment. It's actually an EP, not an album, so I misspoke earlier. They've got uh, two full-length albums and two EPs in total. So this one came out in 2018. Uh, again, on Maybe Mars, which is the label that uh, most of their releases come out on. All of those things that we talked about in the previous segment, um, the bass player Ming Ming talked about her YouTube channel. Um, the singer Chen Sejong talked about um, the live video available on YouTube. Um, so as anything that they're mentioning that needs like a link or anything like that, you can go to umfm.com, uh, look for the Cheap Tuesdays page, and if you look for today's page, you'll see that all of the links are in there. Uh, I may revive the Facebook page at some point. I'm still kind of reticent to do that because every time I do, within weeks, my VPN stops working again. So uh, I think I'm just going to not do that. But uh, if you go to umfm.com, look for Cheap Tuesdays, um, you will see all the links for the stuff that we're talking about in the show. So without any further ado, more from High Person. This is Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. Hope you're enjoying this. So so did you have a feeling that this was going to be like a successful album for you? Because it seems like I listened to, I only have so far listened to this one and the one immediately before it, but they sound quite different. Mm. So could you talk maybe a little bit about the whole process in, in recording this album and, and what went into it and everything? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Um... Like first, I, I, I don't think it's, uh, I, I don't feel any like success, mm -hmm. success, uh, but uh, it's a very good time for us because um, we, um, during our recording, the whole concept are, uh, is starting, starting forming, start forming um, during our recording. We are, I'd say that we, we start to plan the whole, whole thing, including um, tour, including how we publish, how we really um, release this. And uh, um, because uh, we, we have this chance to record our, the, those, those songs in, in a very good studio, uh, in Berlin Hansa studio. Mm -hmm. So we... Um, we are, we are thinking uh, of how to how do we treat those good quality songs? Will they um, will they be um, our our last album, uh, or it worth more things we do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do, do, do you know what I mean? I know what you yeah, mean, yeah. So yeah. You, you know that you're going to a, a high-quality place to record it. Yeah, so you yeah. feel like you need to expand the sounds that yes, you're Yes, expand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that, that's very, very <clears throat> important for us because uh, we don't want to uh, waste those 
good quality songs. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's how it starts. Could you talk talk about why Berlin? I, I, my understanding is that it's anybody who's on the label. Is it maybe Mars? Mm -hmm. Is it that everybody goes to Berlin to to record, or why did you guys go to Berlin then? No, our our friends also he he's the uh, CEO uh, of maybe Mars, mm -hmm. and he he his band PK Fourteen mm -hmm. uh, went to Hansa Studio once, mm -hmm. and he introduced us introduced the Hansa Studio to us. Uh, he think it's very good and very like suitable for for our for this album. Great. And we take his advice and Great. go. How long was the recording process? It's just eight days. Oh. Mm. Wow. Yeah, we we have this precise planning and wow. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's quite expensive as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, you you don't want to waste any time uh, sure. in there. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, that's how we how we get to there. Huh. Mm. Eight days. That's I mean, that's kind of amazing. So you had a pretty clear. You had practiced all these songs many times and knew exactly what you wanted to do before you went into the yes. studio. Yeah. Actually, we spent much of time uh, out of the studio. Like before this, we maybe like one year prepare preparing. Yeah. Yeah, oh. and after after the recording was. We still have one year, like post producing, wow. and yeah, but the but the the real actual recording days are just eight days. Mm -hmm. So we, we we record as much as we can in the studio uh -huh. and and get out and like spend one year to to arrange the sounds and yeah. yeah. Just as as she said, we uh, recorded our last album which you you know she came from uh, she came from square we recorded it in our rehearsal room in chengdu very small one and very um <coughs> and like this rough thing in it and then we um just naturally hope to uh, hope to experience the like the high quality of the the album mm -hmm. and um, actually G did uh, pre-producing before we even decide where to record mm -hmm. for a long time maybe in, in that one year before the recording mm -hmm. did a lot of pre-producing works and um, and at that time we we both were in uh, London and studying and and the others came to London, and we, we, uh, but unfortunately, Mimi didn't so get to come. We rejected by UK, okay. the visa. Yeah, that's a visa. But um, just uh, play, practice uh, long at home, and they practice in London, and then I just prepare it. Like yeah. then we meet each other in Berlin, and then we start to recording. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And after. The recording finished. Um, we we we've got a a clearer uh, vision for the, the album, and then we decided that G will be producing the album, and um, we might want to find some some really good mixer. Um, so we started to try to reach them. We actually did tried with. Uh, 
two or three of them. But then there came the corona, uh, coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So we had to stop it and we had to make this decision to get back to China mm -hmm. as soon as we can. Right. And we get back to Chengdu, find our friend uh, who's a mixer, mixer engineer. And then G and him spend maybe one week. one week in a studio, finished uh, the mixing and producing, mm -hmm. and then releasing we. Shine. 
track from High Person's latest album, Bildungsroman. It's called I Am In A Period Of Desperation. And that's going to do it for this week on Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm Dan. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to finish off with one more track, and it comes from their Four Seasons EP. And this came out last year, and it's on a different label. And I'm not sure exactly what the reason is for that, but uh, it's on a European label that seems to have quite a lot of Asian bands on it. Uh, I saw bands from Indonesia, from Japan, from Korea, and all seeming like they're of the indie rock variety. So it might be another thing to check out. So we're going to hear from the Four Seasons EP, Strawberries. And that's going to do it. Next week, we're going to do part two, where the band talks about their influences and uh, some other fun stuff. It's going to be a good one. So tune in for that. Same time, same place, 10 to 11 p.m. here on 101.5 UMFM. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Have a fantastic week.
却。